Welcome to Smashing the Plateau. We help you get unstuck so you can do what you love and get paid what you're worth consistently. I'm your host, David Schreiner Khan. What you want to do now is you want to educate, you want to motivate, and you want to inspire people, whether they're on your newsletter list, whether on your Facebook group, whether on your podcast, to take action that's better for them. Today on episode 535 of Smashing the Plateau, I'm here with the guide of Look Ahead Marketing, James Lamb. I'm going to ask James how you can take consistent action that will grow your business and much more. Are you building your own business following a late career job loss? Our podcast, Going Solo, offers lots of strategies to help you navigate this career transition successfully. You can listen to the latest episode of Going Solo at smashingtheplateau.com. Now let's welcome James Lamb. James has over 15 years of in-the-trenches marketing experience. He is happy to have worked together with businesses from dozens of industries and hundreds of people over that time. James meets you where you are with no judgment and specializes in coming up with a concrete plan to move your business forward. Most importantly, James teaches you to believe in your business and yourself. James teaches his clients not just the step-by-step how-to, but he also teaches his clients how to think about marketing strategically. This puts the power back into your own hands. James has been featured in both the Globe and Mail and also the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. James, welcome to the show. Thank you, David. It's great to be here. Uh, It's great to have you on. So, James, what were some of your in-the-trenches experiences? (laughs) It's a good question. So I've been marketing for over 15 years, like you said before. And one of the things I think I bring is uh, an everything perspective. So it's interesting. I spoke to somebody before and, and I spoke to a potential employee we're, we're hiring at the moment. So if any of your listeners want a job, we may be able to provide it. But we spoke to somebody before and we asked her what her experiences were and what she wanted to do. And the thing that she talked about a lot was strategy, strategy, strategy. Well, strategy is the easy thing, right? Strategy is the fun part. The harder part for a lot of people is what we call in the trenches. So actually coming up with a headline or actually finding an image or actually working in Canva to be able to put these things together. So for a number of years, I was actually putting together ads myself. I was putting together the posting myself. I was putting together uh, brochures and, and things like that myself. And it really teaches you an important part of marketing. And that's to be detail oriented, as well as to make sure your message is consistent. So one of the things I encourage readers to do or listeners to do is make sure your message is consistent. You know what that message is and it percolates throughout everything that you, all the marketing that you do. Yeah. The way I often talk about this is ideas are a dime a dozen. Implementation Mm -hmm. is priceless. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. And it always takes four times longer than you think it does. Right. Always. For example, if you if you think, oh, I'll do an ad. Okay, an ad on and uh, my boutique marketing company, by the way, David, uh, that I just sold, did a lot of Facebook ads. So let's go back a couple of years. And, and if I did an ad, and I would say, oh, it'll take me five minutes. So I do the demographic, and then I do uh, creating the ad, and then I'm like, oh, I need to go into Canva to do the ad, and I'm like, oh, in Canva, I need to import the logo, right? So there's all these steps that you don't think about. It should take five minutes. What's t- supposed to take five minutes actually, in fact, takes about an hour sometimes. It is so true. So as you've been going through these different experiences, what actually led you to start your own business in the first place? Oh, small business, small business. Small business is, um, you know, team, and I think most of your listeners are small business owners. 
And I'm going to tell you this in the nicest way. Small business is a grind. And I have unbelievable respect for everybody who's a small business owner, especially if you've been in the game for longer than three years. That is so much time and effort. Let me paint this story for you. So I was a small business owner. I was about one year in, and this isn't with my boutique marketing firm. So we used, and we still have this company actually, it does hand-on photography classes. And that's what we are claim to fame is. Nowadays, it's called Learn Photography Company. We have 10 locations across Canada. We have like 30 instructors and administrators. Like it, it sounds all glamorous, but believe me, it was not all that glamorous a while ago. It was 2014. And I remember 2014, I made a small profit. And then 2015, Google released a new algorithm. And we were number two or number one, depending on which uh, search platform you were in and what city you were in. But then our rankings just plummeted to a point where you could not find us, David. I think we were on page 30 or 50. And, and I remember sitting there and scrolling the next tab on Google, and I could not find our company. And that year, I didn't realize how exposed we were with search engine optimization, but we lost thousands of dollars a month. And picture this, we were losing thousands of dollars a month. I was embarrassed. I was anxious and I tried to outwork the situation. So, and eventually I, I lost any sense of self-worth and, and really any sense of ego. And I went to the biggest marketing firm there was in Calgary, the most successful. And I said, put me back on the map, you know, get me found again. And they say, and they kind of coolly shrugged their shoulders and said, okay, you know, it's, it's 2,500 a month. That's our most basic package. So, so here I am losing thousands of dollars a month and I'm paying a marketing firm $2,000, $500 a month. And they don't care because I am the smallest client they have. And they give me the most junior person there. And uh, David, that, law, that year, you know, I lost $50,000. This is a part of the webinar that I speak about. But what did it teach me? You know, it, it taught me that I'm never going to put the fate of my business in another company's hands. So the inspiration for this was take back control, right? Never do that. And, and a bunch of you are in the position where you're not big enough to hire a traditional marketing company, but you're too small to be able to do Facebook ads well. So I kind of bridge that middle and that's where my sweet spot is. Ah, so what's the most common problem you solve? I solve a uh, small business company, uh, small businesses that have ineffective marketing. So a lot of the times it's, it's what you call random acts of marketing, right? What you end up doing is you end up doing a, a Facebook boost here or there, or saying, oh, we'll do a promotion here because we need sales. So there's not thought out and there's no follow-up. So for example, a lot of our clients and, and or a lot of our customers, and this is totally okay, this is a great place to start, is you know you need money. That's an excellent place to start because everybody is there, right? You know you you need money, meaning you, you need revenue. Yes, yes, okay. that's right. So you need sales essentially, uh -huh. right? And, and one of the challenges, David, is that a lot of people just say, I need revenue, I need, I need money, let's just put on a sale. And so you put on a sale, but you don't think about how to follow that up, how to onboard them, how to really get the message out, how to make sure that momentum continues, right? So what happens is a lot of people do a sale, right? Have a promotion on, they get revenue, and then what happens, David? They get so busy, they forget about marketing, right? And so what happens is, and then at the end of that promotion, you're like, oh, oh crap, I, I have no customers. I need to get more revenue. And so the cycle continues on and on and on and on. What you really want is you want a steady drip of customers and you want a steady drip of to-dos, right? Uh, whatever your operations or products are. Right. Particularly since marketing takes time, aware it, awareness takes time to build. And so lead generation often takes time. So if it takes you several months to build out some kind of marketing effort that generates leads, 
if you wait until your sales stop to start that marketing effort, it could be three to six or even more months before any new leads turn into closed business and the, and the sales start again. Yeah, that's exactly right, David. The other thing to think about as well is we have this habit of having what I call straight line marketing thought. So the straight line marketing thought goes something like this. I put up an ad. I'm assuming someone's going to click the ad and just sign on right away. No one does that, right? No one, no one actually looks at an ad once and, and signs up. There's so much follow-up and there's so much effort. And so things like what you're doing, you know, and I know you know this, David, and maybe we can have a conversation around this, but you know, things like podcasting. Podcasting itself to be honest, team doesn't bring up a lot of money. I, I bring in a lot of money. So it's it's great to have you listeners, but it's a magnifying effect, right? I have my own podcast. It right now does not bring in very much money, but what it does, it provides a source of credibility. So it makes it easier for customers to buy, right? It provides a source of lead. So it makes it easier for customers to get to know you before they, they sign on. And eventually each thing is going to become profitable. For example, newsletters, when you have two people subscribing, how much profitability is there? There's, there's none really. When you have 2000, yeah, when you have 20,000, you bet you can start saying, I'm going to make this much from the newsletter because I am consistently at this much open rate and this much click rate and this much action, right? And But you need to get to two before you get to three, before you get to 300, before you get to 2,000, right? So every brick you lay down is important. And if you only are advertising the product based and you're selling it based on price, you are missing so much money, it's not funny. Oh, there you go. That's that rhyme. There, there's my tagline for the day, David. <laughs> James, I'll even back up a step and talk about businesses, particularly small professional service businesses that are run by a single person or or a consulting business or a coaching business. Those are so dependent upon relationships. And I've had this conversation with so many people, including clients, about how they need to have some kind of system to foster those relationships. Yes. Right. So one of the questions I ask, I ask people that are running businesses like this is, okay, if you look back over time, where have your best clients come from? And generally the answer is it's a small number of personal referrals. Okay. So what are you doing to mine those relationships with those people? How are you staying top of mind with those half a dozen people that have given you the best business over the last five years? And the answer is very often nothing. So, yeah, right. Yeah, so, so you can do simple things like in, in days when we would have, have lunch face to face with people, you can, you could schedule a lunch with these folks. Uh, make sure that you have a lunch at least once a month with each mm-hmm. good referral source. Yeah, it's a really good point. What it, so here, here's a question for your listeners, but I think most of them inherently know. What is the number reason, number one reason why people switch companies? It's because perceived lack of apathy, or sorry, not perceived lack of apathy, too much apathy. So right. they don't care. That's that's basically what I'm trying to say, right? It feels like a company doesn't care, right? They are responsive when you call them, but they don't take any action to make you feel welcome. So here's an idea because uh, what David is saying, lunch, lunch is great, right? Some of you have clients that are too far away. For example, I have a go figure. I have a strong base in South Africa. I'm based in Calgary. 
So, so when I'm not going for lunch with my clients, which is, which is totally okay too. Right. But here, here's another way to, to make them shine. And this is a great option for, this is an idea to take with you. If you have a Facebook site or you have an Instagram site or you have, and, and by the way, if you don't, you, you should be, and we'll talk about that later, but, um, or if you have a newsletter, one of the things that you need to do is you need to start featuring some of your best clients, right? And, and, and this is the cool part. It's a marketing tool for you because you can say, this is what Dave Smith, I don't know, poor, poor, if there are any Dave Smith, I apologize, but this is what Dave Smith did when he was a client and this is what he has achieved. And we are so happy for Dave. So your marketing piece is about his success, but you turn it on his head because it's not about you. Guess who it's about? It's about Dave Smith. And Dave Smith is going to sing your praises for now and forever. And that's something else, David. I don't know if you speak about marketing word of mouth and giving them a structured way to approach people, but that's something that listeners should think about as well moving forward. Well, James, everything you're talking about is developing a system for increasing awareness. Mm -hmm. and, and you've already touched on multiple ways you can do this. But the point is, you got to have a system. You got to have a system. You have to do it consistently. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. It touches, consistency is is so key on this. You know, like I said, if you have a Facebook group, that's that's great. Keep in mind, if it's a public or a business page, only one to three percent of people will see your regular posts. If you have a newsletter, that's great too. You know, one of the things that people are moving to right now, and I don't know how long it's going to stay for, are those community groups on Facebook, because that way you can you can put a post and everybody sees it as opposed to just a, a small number of people. So there's so many ways to keep in touch with the customer. Sometimes phone calls are great. The handwritten cards, even printed cards is fine, right? Whatever it is, but you have to stay in front and they have to feel loved. So one of the interesting things that a lot of that, that, that we get, you know, newsletters have really have a bad rap. Why? Because, uh, you know, e-newsletters, what did we do back in the early 2000s, David? We sent newsletters and we said, buy, buy now, promotion, big sale, buy now or else you're going to lose your chance. You know, and so, so it became the spam of, of the early 2000s. You know, it became the junk mail of the early 2000s. Nowadays, people understand you need to add tons of value in those newsletters. And I love this. I love this change. This change is so good because what you want to do now is you want to educate, you want to motivate, and you want to inspire people, whether they're on your newsletter list, whether on your Facebook group, whether on your podcast, to take action that's better for them. So it's really about serving at the moment. And I love every moment of it. Yeah. I love what you just said, James, about educating, motivating, and inspiring. And if if we were going to offer any bit of advice over how to increase your marketing presence, I think those three elements are the key. And I see people mm -hmm. people that are doing marketing well are educating, motivating, and inspiring. And there are lots of ways to do it. Yep. Yep. So I'm going <laughs> to total shameless plug here. Uh, if you want to, you, you know, come on my public page, just search for lamb dash look ahead marketing public Facebook group. Everybody's welcome there. We talk about marketing. We talk about how to do it the proper way. You know, I'm David is a great resource as well. He knows exactly what he's talking about, which is perfect. And David, I'm assuming that they have a way to contact you as well. Or look at people like, uh, you know, my mentor, Amy Porterfield, she does it better than anybody else. Right. So all you have to do, it's completely free. Go to Amy Porterfield. I think it's amyporterfield.com, but just Google her and sign up for her newsletters and look at how she speaks to people. She's speaking with people, not at you. And that is a skill that 
really needs to be developed, in sm- especially for small business. Because team, I tell you what, small business, people want to support you, right? Everybody wants to support a small business. Everybody wants to quote unquote shop local, even though these days there's no shopping local, but everybody wants to shop local. They want to support small business. They believe in you, but you need to empower them to be able to do that. That is your job. That is your responsibility. You have a message to get out to people in the world. How are you going to do it? How are you going to make it easy? James, now many of the things that we've talked about, they're great activities to generate consistent awareness through some kind of marketing effort. For anybody who who is doing very little or no marketing systematically, this may sound overwhelming that there are so many different ways you can do this. What advice do you have for people that fall into this category where they know they need to do something and they think they need to do everything we've talked about and it just seems like too much? Yeah, it's a, it's a really great question. My advice is start small, to be honest. Start with one thing, okay? So figure out what that is. Think about your tribe. Uh, what, what we call tribe, tribe is the new buzzword. Think about your, sorry, think about your customers is actually what I'm trying to say. And think about not just all your customers, because I know a lot of times we focus on the customers we didn't get. Think about the customers you did get. Think about your very favorite customers. Picture maybe 10 or 20 of them in your mind. And then think about how would they like to be approached and start there. I always tell people you should maybe two basic things. Have a Facebook page and have a newsletter. The reason why you want a Facebook page is because 80% of people who actually look to engage a small business actually check that page, make sure it's current, make sure it's authentic, make sure it's relevant, and make sure that there's no like once, you know, not a ton of one-star reviews. And so it doesn't take long. That you update with one post a week, and that's it. And it could be something silly, like what you had for breakfast. Or, you know, a lot of people try to make their... Facebook page is too cerebral, right? They try to make it, uh, you know, if you're a mortgage broker, a lot of people are talking about, oh, I need to post this about rate changes or, oh, I need to post this about this opportunity. No, just it's you. It's about you, right? So, so post whatever you want. Post a picture of your dog. Uh, you know, it's it's really silly how we we get into this. We we got all, you know, we forget, forget to relax and we get all tense and we we post what we think would be amazing for people. And the irony of doing that, of all that effort is that it falls flat. Right? Maybe, you know, maybe dog photo, you know, breakfast photo, uh, a little bit about yourself. Then you post a rate change, then it goes a lot further because people are like, okay, I know this person, I trust them. So those are the two things that I would start with. Just a Facebook page, update once a week, that's all you need. And a newsletter, uh, you send it out once a month, that's a great start. And then once you have those two things bedded down, you know, everything else will fall into place. And how about if you don't use Facebook? Uh, if you don't use Facebook, you... You don't have to, but like I said, you know, eighty percent of of people check out small a small bit of Facebook. It's it's worth it's worth signing on to. That's that's one of the things that that needs to to be done. Uh, if you don't have a source of social media, uh, maybe Instagram. Instagram would work for some people. Uh, LinkedIn would work for some people, but have some type of social media presence, even if it's just one channel. One of the challenges I see with a lot of small businesses is the opposite, oddly enough, where they feel like they need to have all these channels. So they open up eight channels. You can't have eight channels, David. Well, you can. Just, you know, it's a full-time job just to upkeep with eight of those channels. Have two. Okay, I have two. I have Instagram, and I don't rock that very well. I'm totally open to it. And I have Facebook, and there's a reason for just having two to start out with because it's it's pretty overwhelming. To grow it properly, it can be very overwhelming. 
But think about this way too, David. This is a great opportunity for, you know, if you have people starting businesses and they become coaches, okay? Coaching is a great opportunity for this because what you do is don't use your business page. Use your Facebook community page. And your one ask for everybody is to join that community page. Whether they are, whether they sign on, whether they don't sign on, whether they're new contacts, that is the one ask. And all of a sudden, what you have is you have a bunch of user-generated content. So someone comes on, let's say you coach Matt, who owns a bagel store, and he comes on and he says, oh my God, I just had my first customer. That is worthy of an applause, right? Or someone comes on, someone else comes on and let's say they, like I said, they're a business coach and they say, you know, uh, just you know, just I'm having trouble with this package. It's not converting. What do you guys think? So all this user generated content and guess who's at the middle of it is you. So all of a sudden you have not just people who are uh, business consultants who signed up with you. You have all these people, if you've done it right, who haven't signed up with you and they see all this discussion happening and you are the person that is answering a lot of the questions. You don't even need to be. All you need to be doing is fostering and connecting. And once you do that, people look upon you well. So a lot of people will be in that system for three or four or five years. And then, you know, all of a sudden they start, they drop that three, four, five year mark, or maybe then they're for three months, right? It doesn't matter, but you have this free advertising source here. That's amazing that you have a bunch of potential warm customers that's getting to know you better. So that is something. Does, does that make sense, David? What I'm what I'm talking about makes total sense. And yes, if you if you end up becoming the facilitator of a group, it boosts your credibility. Yes. Even if you don't answer the questions, you can you can foster the conversation and get other people to answer the questions inside your group. It still elevates you as as the the host slash expert. Yeah, yeah. And and the you know the interesting thing is what is the single worst thing you can do in that group? The single worst thing you can do in that group is become really promoting and try to sell people. It's not about that, right? It's about education and it's about fostering conversation. And I'm going to tell you this right now in the beginning it's really awkward, okay? Just like I said, but just like I said before, you can't get with your newsletters of 20,000, you can't get to 20,000 before you get to 2, right? So you have to start Start now, uh, even if it's just starting a group and doing nothing with it, start it now and start putting people into it. And that's going to be a great way to go. Absolutely. James, we've talked about a lot of different aspects of marketing awareness and, um, and particularly doing things that are useful over the long term, but doing them systematically. If somebody wants mm -hmm. to go deeper with anything that we've talked about or get in touch with you or access any resources you have, what should they do? Yeah, that's a great question, David. I'm going to start really easy. For, for your listeners, and keep in mind, I, I sell this these two documents for $97, so don't tell anybody. It's not, <laughs> well, I, know, I know we're in the podcasting world here, but shh. Uh, but I'm going to supply your listeners with two documents, and uh, we'll set, talk about setting up uh, a link. So have a think about what that link would be. But the two documents are this. One of them is how to, and they're both Facebook documents. So one of them is how to market to your customers in the past, present, and yes, even future customers. So that document tells you how to get to your customers who don't even know they're interested in your products yet, right? So you are jumping the gun in all the best kinds of way, because the more influence you can exert in the beginning, it's cheaper and you get to build your credibility much faster. A lot of people think that 
you know, your marketing is equivalent of Google AdWords. And it's not because if you build no credibility, no influence beforehand, what are you selling on, David? You're selling on price and that no one wants to sell on price. Okay. The other, so that's one of them. The other one is it's five or six Facebook ad structures that actually work. So what do I mean by that? A lot of people think one boost is going to work and, and sometimes it will, but more often what you need is a cohesive way of creating Facebook ads. So you would do an awareness ad combined with a, a website click ad combined with a retargeting ad. Now this may or may not make sense to you. It's okay. Uh, I detail what those things are and team again, if you don't know what I'm talking about, don't panic. It's okay. We've all been there before. These documents are going to help guide you, right? So you're not expected to know everything here. So those two those two documents, again, advertising to your past, present, and yes, even future clients. And I don't remember if it's five or six Facebook ad structures that actually work. Okay, and the link that we will use for this is smashingtheplateau.com slash L-A-M for look ahead marketing. That's right, because... Uh, it's uh, it's my last name as well as it's uh, the acronym for Look Ahead Marketing. So coincidental? I was going to say funny coincidence, James. <laughs> the the number of comments I've gotten on that one, David, of all of all things, but uh, people love it, and I I love doing it to be honest. So that's great. That's great. Well, James, I'm going to thank you so much for taking the time to join us today on Smashing the Plateau and share lots of great ideas for uh, really moving forward with your marketing. My guest today has been. The guide of Look Ahead Marketing, James Lamb. Thank you again, James, for joining us. Thanks, David. And uh, I'm going to give a plug to you one more time. Listeners, look, you know, David's a great guy and he's a great connector. So uh, if chances are if you ask him questions, because all of you have questions and all of you could use a hand with something, start with David. Start start here. David is, is very welcome and he's been very helpful connecting me with different people. So start there and you know, let me put it this way. If you're struggling in business, the only way to get a different result is to do something differently, right? If you've done what you've done all the time and you hope for the best, there's no concrete basis on this. So take a leap and that can just be a phone call or a meeting or an email with David. Uh, yeah, which you can certainly do. Um, just go to our website and there's a form there to get in touch with me, smashingtheplateau.com. And I want to thank you for mentioning that as well, James. And we we have um, well over 500 episodes of great content, solutions to probably just about every single problem that a business owner faces. So uh, if there's something that you need, we probably have a resource for it. Awesome. Yep, James, I want to thank you again for joining us today. My guest, as I said, has been the guide for Look Ahead Marketing, James Lamb. Thank you. Thanks, David. It's been a pleasure. When you visit the Smashing the Plateau website at smashingtheplateau.com, you'll find a summary of each episode along with the links we mentioned on the show. Today we learned how you can take consistent action that will grow your business and much more. Remember to subscribe on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review if you can. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. I'll see you on our next episode.